0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Metal band Celestial Drift. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with my guy the icon. Funding.com. Go on, check them out for all of your funding needs. We are back here again on a Monday night. How is everybody doing? Attitude Era Live, episode number 62. Again, 62. Uh, if, you're having, if you're having some trouble hearing me, uh, it is because I am in the other studio with the radio music blasting on the other side. i got Monday Night Football going on the main one. So uh, might be kind of hard to hear me. I do apologize for that. Um, icon. We do have somebody on the line here. I don't know if it's the other guest co-host we have yeah, on is. or whatnot. Nah. What, yeah, it is. Yep. What's the area code? The area code? Yep. Okay. So I'll put I'll put yep. them on. Um, and uh, oh, hit the wrong button.
2: Then,
1: uh, there we go. Well, I mean, I, I can I can chill for a little bit. Huh? Yeah. Well, he's gonna. Well,
2: he's only gonna be out for 15 minutes, but he's gonna help me out with his little dilemma.
1: What what well, what what dilemma is that? Fill us in.
2: Well, well, I was uh, well. Put him on, and then we can talk. About it.
1: Yeah, he's on. I, uh, I. Uh,
2: Hello. I was, uh, yeah. Hey, man, what's up?
3: Hey, guys. It's uh, Jordan Garber calling in. What's going on, man? Hi, Jordan. Well, hey,
2: You know, I, I'm glad you called because uh, you know I know you got 15 minutes. You got a little break here, but you know our guest calls in 15 minutes, but
3: like 11 uh, minutes. Actually, but...
2: 11 minutes. Okay, well, you can help back me up on this. Okay, uh, I was a guest host on your show uh, last night. Uh, yes, and, you were. uh I thank you. That's, uh, his show has cut the promo. We'll check him out on Sunday night, because he gives us some advertising, too, which is really cool. But
1: uh, <laughs> Oh, I was free. Where was my invite? You're, You're more
3: than welcome you you to come busy. on every Sunday.
2: You said you were busy.
1: I, I'm just kidding. It's fine.
2: Okay, well, anyway, uh, we have attacked toilet flusher, and uh, this bastard has got my private number now. And now he keeps calling me and flushing the toilet on my private line. And uh, if this idiot is listening, which I'm sure he is, I got news for you. You call my number one more time. And it's going to be the law on your ass. Period. End of story. No more discussion. You're done. Period.
3: <laughs> He's okay. finished. That's it. I, I yeah. guess that's it. I'm, that's coming right from the icon. I, I'd be very scared if I were you toilet flusher. be very scared.
4: Yeah. So.
3: But, yeah, like he calls in every week. And, um, you know, it's been a process for about five years now. And it comes to this point where it continues to get more and more ridiculous each and every week. So, you know, it, it's it was funny the first few times, but it's starting not to get funny anymore. As a matter of fact, it's starting to uh, annoy us. So uh, shut your mouth, listen to the show, smoke a joint, and have a good time. <laughs>
1: Well, here's the thing. Does does he call? Does he call from different numbers every time? Because I mean, if yes, you know what his number is, you can just you, you yep. just not put him on, you know? Okay. He calls, um, right. he he calls different numbers.
3: I he find it from funny sometimes, but not all the time.
2: He called me from a North Dakota number on my cell phone.
1: So he's got a pinger number. He has got a pinger phone obviously. Huh. Yeah. Whoever it is, the guy's pretty good. The guy's pretty good because, I mean, to, to be able to, you know, make numbers based on the state of, you know, where the person that they're calling lives, this is a professional prank you got on our hands here. Well, all,
2: all I'm saying is it just better not happen anymore. That's all I'm going to
5: say.
6: You
5: know, Fair the first time you
6: know, no, I was going to say the first time we were on Jordan's show, guys, you know, he had, said he had we a were. question for Granny Holster, and then I was waiting for the question, and I got the toilet flush, you know. So,
1: I mean. Well, you know, for me, though, you see, honestly, being a radio guy and and having to come up with, you know, different material every week, uh, I, I mean, albeit it's a sports show, so there's really – you know, not too too much material because I mean they give it to you. You just read a stat sheet. But for you know for somebody who's been in radio for as long as uh, what? Yeah, uh, for who's been in who's been in uh, radio for as long as I have um, to be able to have something like that every week. It's it's kind of it, it it's kind of to me. I don't want to say radio gold. But to me, it's something that becomes a staple. I'm a big fan of, like, I listen to Colin Cowherd every day, uh, as well as some ESPN stations here at our affiliate, uh, some ESPN shows. But I also listen to Howard Stern every day. And, you know, he's got the whack pack, and he's got the, you know, the different gimmicks and things that they do. And it becomes something that becomes part of the show. So when your listeners listen, I guarantee you that there are some people out there who are waiting for that toilet flush every week? And, and there are people out there who honestly <laughs> listen. No, uh, honestly, I mean this is how radio works. There's people out there oh, who yeah. are listening just just because of that. They're,
6: wait, they're, they're you know? waiting for that toilet. They're waiting for that toilet flush.
1: They they, they love it, you know. And there are people because out there who because they don't who, have anything
6: else. They don't have anything else better to do with their lives, apparently.
1: Well, well, no, but but most people who listen to radio now don't. But 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 the I, fact is is it's like I agree with like, the fact
3: that it, that is radio gold. I do have to agree with that statement. Yes,
1: it, because it, it is, and, and you know, know. But here's the thing: with so With radio, though, Jordan, with with radio, you know, you know that old slogan, that old old slogan that your parents used to say, uh, "less is more." Well, in radio, more yep. is more. Okay, radio, more is more because I've been listening to your show. I've been tuning in things like that. I'm not always uh, available to call, but I've, I've listened, and you know, you never know when it's going to happen. It's not like he calls in at the same time, at the same minute every week. You know, he, he's he's able to switch it up and do it at, at different times, and it becomes almost like, you know, something where, oh, geez, okay, we got a guest on. Oh, is this the toilet guy? Oh, no, it's not. Okay, well, it's this guy. Oh, okay, another guest. Is this the toilet guy? And people are listening and waiting, and you know, people like that kind of stuff. So as much as it annoys Icon, to me, it's almost like an honorary type of thing. It's almost like a co-host that you that you that you didn't invite. It's like a bit that has become, you know, involuntarily part of your show. And to me, if if it were me, I would welcome it because you know, if this guy was was a rookie at this. And was calling in the same time every day or open the show with it or do different things and whatever. It would get annoying. But the fact that he's able to call from different numbers, the fact that he's able to lure you in with, hey, I have a question for so-and-so in a normal voice, then hit you with the toilet. I mean he's able to do it. It's just – to me, it's something that, yeah, it's annoying, but from a radio broadcaster standpoint, it's humorous. And I, well, I would personally enjoy it.
2: There's one point though. Calling in on the show and doing that is one thing, but calling my personal number and doing it is that's,
1: another thing. That's a tough one. Now, now here's the thing. I got. How did he get your personal number? That's my question.
2: Well, it's listed on my business uh, my business page.
1: And oh, this, okay. So, so you made it available for everybody then? You see, that, that's the thing. You make it available. I, I understand why, because you want potential guests on the show and things to call in, and, and you want them to be able to go over with you scheduling things. I, I get it, but you're also leaving yourself open for those kinds of things. It's kind of like writing somebody's number on a bathroom stall and then, and, and then expecting not to get a phone call from somebody. Like, like that's, that's kind of what it is. Anytime you put anything personal out on the internet, it's going to be exploited, and yes, I understand that there is a line between on air and off air, so I mean, if he's going to call into the show or if he's going to call on the Jordan Show and do it, fine. great. Hey, that's a bit. That's a part of the show. You laugh at it, you call him an asshole and you move on. But to call a personal number, I, I get it. it's a little tough. For me, the first time, I'd probably laugh at it. If it became a constant thing where, like, I'm out to dinner with my family or something and I'm getting calls and toilet the flushes, okay, it gets annoying. But, you know, I, I guess maybe just because I've been around radio so long, I know what he's doing. I know exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it. To me, it's not as bothersome, but, but I understand why some people would be upset with it, well, like you are. All right.
2: Well, what I might have to do here... Is, uh, we yeah, ha-
1: we do uh, have a We do have a caller on the line, by the way.
2: That might be our <laughs> guest. So,
1: well, it also might be Toilet Guy, which would be amazing. Well, well
2: what's <laughs> um, the area code? So,
1: um, 940. Nine four
2: okay, let me check here. One second. second. Uh, yeah, that's our guest. So, I'll put him on, and I'll introduce.
1: Oh, him. it is our guest. Okay. Now, how hilarious would this be if this was Toilet Guy? See, this these are the situations I'm talking about where if we're like, yeah, it's yes, we got it. Icon does his whole spiel, you know, his whole introduction that he does, that he takes so much pride in. All of a sudden I put him on and it's a toilet flush. Dude, I would probably have to change my pants. That would be hilarious. So th- right. th- there are certain times when this works. But anyway, I got to step aside here. Monday Night Football is on commercial. I got to bring it back on the air. So I'm going to put the guests through. Icon, Jordan, temporarily, and Granny, do your thing. But Icon, Ooh, Ladies and gentlemen.
2: Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. This is what you would call a definite wrestling legend. He is the king of the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Cowboy Johnny.
0: What's going on, everybody?
6: Hey, Johnny.
0: How's everybody tonight?
6: We're good. How are you, sir?
0: I'm good. Do I need to go in the bathroom and flush the toilet for your other guy that wants to check on the no, football scores, no, please, or do I need to do anything please,
6: special? Please, please, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> well,
1: actually, you know what? Icon, Icon just dropped off the line. Um, I think he had an issue. If you do want to do it, as soon as I push him back through, um, if you want to do it, that,
0: that would actually be amazing. He'd probably, he'd probably lose it.
6: Oh, I swing. You're vicious. You're swing. swing.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch the whole story there and, and uh I guess that's probably my problem, you know. I, I know that uh, this is the Attitude Era live show and and uh, uh you know, I'm a fan of professional wrestling, but I'm a fan of professional wrestling, traditional tra- professional wrestling where fans can get invested in their stars and then the guys and men and women in the ring and when you come you're you're you get to escape for an hour and a half or two and and uh Maybe not believe it's real, but maybe believe that it's not fake or scripted. Hey, True, am I back which on makes guys?
6: Sense. You're yeah, back yes, you're on. on, Icon. You're back on. All right. uh, uh, how much
2: of the introduction did we get in? All of it. Okay, good. So uh Yeah, we got the we got, said, got the introduction. And I'll just, and I'll just
0: tell you, and I'll just tell you, Icon, I offered to go flush my toilet if you wanted me to. <laughs> well, I
1: I told him I, I Icon, I'm not going to lie. Honestly, Icon, I'm not going to lie. I uh I told him that I wasn't going to patch you through unless he did it so that as soon as you got back on, he did it just, just cuz it's Radio Gold, but I I won't. But I, but here real quick cuz I know we have I know we have an interview to do and it, it's a, it's a highly valued guest. But we do have somebody on the line here, Icon, and and I'm just crossing my Radio Gold fingers here.
7: Caller, what's up? Hello, hello. This is Onyx, aka Bronco Billy. Uh, we know that uh, you're hello. all out there uh, listening. Are you well, all out there listening you're... to Attitude Air Live? Yeah, yes. you're, you're, you're we got Icon. Early. We got Icon. How you doing, Icon? We got Big Swing. We got Granny okay. Huckster. Yeah, hold, I can't tell what, what second, this well, is. Wait, 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 wait. She's wait. our.
2: She's our, She's supposed to be our third guest. She's calling in an hour early.
1: Oh. Okay. I wasn't sure if this was okay. Um. Yeah. It's an hour early. Okay. We actually got another interview we're we're in the process of doing. I got. I'm gonna let you handle this. Monday Night Football is coming on real quick. I got to put it back on commercial. Okay. I'll be right back. Hang on.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, I I must have screwed up the uh, the time zones again. Uh, uh, <laughs> call us back. Can you call us back in an hour, Bronco Billy?
7: I will. I will. All right. That'll keep me up later, but I'll do it.
2: <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what. You, no problem. You can, you can you can hate on me in an hour, call back, and I'll Aww. give you the introduction, and we'll interview you, and uh, I'll make it worth your while. I won't call you at 2 in the morning asking you out anymore. I promise.
7: I'm a superstar. I can handle that. Thank you.
2: Okay. Talk to <laughs> you in about an hour. I'll
7: talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks. Okay, Bye.
2: Okay, uh, Johnny. Now that the show has been completely derailed, uh, let's get back to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and I do apologize. Uh, so basically, the way it works is after I get the uh, introduction and not cut off, we let our uh, guests kind of give us a little background about themselves, and we ask them the tough questions. So if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll
1: we'll we'll interview you.
0: Okay. Well, uh, you guys already introduced me as Cowboy Johnny Mantel. I uh, started wrestling professionally in 1976. I had my first amateur match in 1966, so I've been around a mat in the ring for a very long time, and I uh, am very proud to have been in this business and got to travel the world like I did and got to wrestle some of the great icons and legends of the sport like I was so lucky to do. and. Very proud today to call myself a professional wrestler. I'm proud of of the guys that are making today up on top. Just as I said a moment ago as you were coming back on, I'm proud of professional wrestling when it's a competition in the ring and it's not so choreographed and scripted. That's what I really appreciate, that type of wrestling and those type of kids. And there's some great ones out there in today's world of, uh, of, of tricksters and and, and scripts and all that kind of stuff. There's still some great kids out there that are doing what I, what I tried to do back in the 70s and early 80s until my career ended in 2005. And now with the move of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame to Wichita Falls, Texas, the only brick-and-mortar hall of fame and museum in the world for professional wrestling, uh, I am the president of the board of directors that runs the hall, and we're very proud of what we're doing in Wichita Falls. People coming to see the museum. See what we have on display, and supporting professional wrestling as they grew up seeing. it.
2: So That's awesome. uh, about the Hall of Fame. Now, was it was it your idea to start the Hall of Fame, or did they start it and ask you to be the president? Or no, it a-
0: no, it got it got started in upstate New York, and Tony Villano and Mike Capano and the crew in New York that got this thing started were masters at at getting giving birth to this hall of fame in 1999 when the collection started uh, inducting the very first class in 2002 and we just got done this past may inducting our 17th class uh, the ballots are being worked on as we speak they'll be mailed out october 15th to all the living hall of famers 20 of the world's top historians and the winners of those votes then we'll get inducted this next May in Wichita Falls, Texas, and we're very proud every year of our induction weekend. Um, it's it's really three days of nothing but wrestling uh, excitement with the wrestlers and the fans and everybody in town. And we're we keep it family oriented. We keep it for everybody to be able to afford to come see it. And uh, we're just excited that it's here in Wichita Falls and people from around the world coming to see it. We just saw our fifty-one. Different country the other day coming through the doors at the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. We're very proud of that.
2: And uh, in the Hall of Fame, how many uh, wrestlers are in the Hall of Fame as of right now?
0: Oh, boy, I wrote that. You know, I wrote that on my desk the other day because I knew you guys were going to ask me that. I'm going to say it's just below 200. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but it's just below 200. We uh, induct two modern-day people every year, two television-era people every year, two Pioneer Division people every year, which Pioneer Division is from the Civil War to 1946, a woman wrestler, an international star, a tag team. Then we've created two. Uh, or then one other old category is the colleague division, which is sort of the territory guys and the managers and the ring announcers and the photographers and that type. And then we've created two categories last year, which we really felt was needed. That was one for referees. As a referees, we had gone 17 years without a referee being inducted, and we also created an executive branch for bookers, promoters, historians, and and, and executives within the business. So we're very proud of of the Hall of Fame and what it does every year, and again, it's about putting the right people up on the wall that gave their all for this sport. It's not about, uh, you know, who was given a ride or who was not given a ride or who was a superstar or not. It's... Who created themselves as a superstar within this business?
2: So you induct about about fifteen a year, then give or take.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, last year, last year we only had four living, and the rest were deceased. So last year was a tough year on us. Even though Pampero, Furpo, and Tony Rose were in Wichita Falls to get their awards, um, the year before we had uh, five of the seven living, and all four deceased family members. At the hall for the induction So every year is a little different Depending on the class The announcement this year will be made right around Thanksgiving And we'll start working feverishly To get their hats and rings And all the accolades they get For coming in and becoming a Hall of Famer
2: Now now How can people vote Is that just wrestlers that can vote Fans can vote or who can vote
0: Well like I said just a minute ago We mail our ballot out to all living Hall of Famers And then we also mail ballots to 20 of the world's top historians and the winners of those votes get inducted. This is not a fan vote. Now the fans can, the fans can send in nominations and people that they believe should be into the hall of fame. We're more than welcome to listen to those stories and those bios and, and uh, uh, then that stuff goes to the committee and, and uh, they put them on the ballot, they put them on the ballot, but we do encourage fans. And I will tell you, this has been the largest year of names sent in by fans from around the world about inductees getting into the Hall of Fame and very educated fans by writing bios and even picking some of the stars from the past that most people won't even know. So it's, it's very encouraging to know the fans are listening and paying attention that the, that the true brick-and-mortar Hall of Fame is doing all it can to be what it needs to be. It needs to represent the history professional wrestling from the start to where it is today and we promote wrestling from around the world independent wrestlers send us their outfits and they're going into the Hall of Fame independent promoters send their their uh, uh, flyers or posters and we're putting those up in Hall of Fame we want to represent everybody that's within the wrestling business
2: think you'd ever add a category? Now, now don't take this question as an ego question, okay? Because I'm not talking about myself. You know that people are listening might think I am talking about myself. But do you think you'd ever add a category for, like, uh, wrestling podcasts and wrestling radio shows?
0: Well, I think think it's always evolving. You know, the board always talks about, is this right? Is that right? For this to be the Cooperstown or Canton for professional wrestling, and, and honestly, man, I would not have put my time and effort into this if that was not our goal to make this the Canton or Cooperstown for professional wrestling so until we really get the ballot the way we think it should we have to we have to do something to keep thinking and looking so every year the ballots Alan and I uh, analyzed and looked at very closely so that we can um Uh, make sure that that ballot is created each year the best and possible way.
2: Cool. We have uh, Cowboy Johnny Mantell here with us. Uh, We have about uh, 20 minutes left with him. Uh, Now, with uh, this really being the only wrestling hall of fame, I mean, uh, with with a building and and all that, uh, in a nice location, now, how would you say... Your Hall of Fame compares to what the WWE does. Is there a comparison or not?
0: No, not at all. There's no comparison, man. There's no actors or singers on our wall. They're all wrestlers. They're all photographers, historians, real people within the business. It's not about, you know, somebody that made a pay-per-view to sell tickets. That's not what this Hall of Fame is about. So there is no comparison. Again, we have a committee that sets a ballot then that ballot is mailed out and those votes are counted. The other other Hall of Fame you're talking about, it's a boys' club. It's an appointed boys' club. There's no voting or picking for that. Now that they're doing a legends wing, they're trying to add some of those names from the past, but the problem with their legends wing is, is they induct legends and then the family members don't know about it. They know nothing about it, don't get invited to the ceremony. They're not honored or represented. If we have a deceased inductee, the family members come, and they're treated just like royalty, just like the Hall of Famers are. They're coming to represent their family member, and we're we're very proud of that fact. Again, I, I don't say that. I know a lot of people get mad when I say that because there is a Hall of Fame in in uh, Minnesota that does the AWA area, and they're, they're open a, a few days a year, and they induct the AWA guys. Um, but this is the only true brick and mortar that covers the entire world of wrestling. We had Tatsumi Fujinami in Wichita Falls, not this past year, but the year before. He and his wife came in and spent a week with us and uh, left one of his very first dragon jackets and loved what we're doing and has supported it ever since he left. And we just try to, again, make sure that those guys that, that deliver the goods in the ring for the fans, men and women, are being honored within the walls of the Hall of Fame. So
2: with your you know, with your Hall of Fame and when someone is inducted now, uh do uh do you guys uh, help with their, their travel expenses,
0: uh hotels yes. and stuff? Yes. They're inducted in the Hall of Fame. They are uh um they are brought to Wichita Falls or put in a hotel, they're treated treated like kings and queens for the weekend and um uh they get a... Custom made Hall of Fame ring and of course a custom made now thousand X American made silver belly felt hat with their name in it. And that's the uh that's that's the talk. Okay.
2: And uh with uh with the uh you know, like, you know, you mentioned that uh, you send out the ballots to uh, the people that are in the Hall of Fame. Now for someone that's deceased, do you, do you send that to their family members that attended? Is that how
5: you do that?
0: Um, it just sort of depends. Uh, when Peter Maivia was inducted, we added Autumn Maivia, his daughter, to the committee, to the, to the voting committee. You know, if, there's, if the family member is, is well-versed in the business and, and wants to receive that ballot, then we try to make sure that they get a ballot. And...
2: Uh, you have the you have the induction ceremony at the same time every year, right?
0: And when yes, is that it's again? A, it's a weekend after Mother's Day. And again I'm sorry I left my notes on my desk at the hall. It's the That's third okay. full weekend it's a third full weekend in May. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
2: And uh if uh our fans uh wanted to uh come to the Hall of Fame in Wichita Falls, uh what would they what would they expect to pay uh to uh to get in and check it out
0: general admission is $3 military and senior are 2 and kids under 6 get in free this is a family oriented sport it always has been and we try to keep our ticket prices so so that a family of 5 or 6 can afford to come and next time come and maybe buy a t-shirt or a hat to continue to sport the hall of fame and and uh, we welcome all fans to the Hall of Fame. Yeah,
2: because when I, uh, you know, when my father and I went to uh, Cooperstown, uh, it cost us, I believe it was, well, about 50 bucks for the two of us.
0: You know, yeah, it's about, when I was there, it was about $25 a person. And and we, I'll guarantee you, when people leave, they say all the time, it's too cheap, it's too cheap. But the board was very decisive and, and wanted to keep the prices low enough so that everybody could come enjoy what we have. We're in 7,000 square feet from floor to ceiling, wall to wall, cabinet to cabinet. And right now we're actually working with a glass company that's going to make us some sealed glass cases. surround around different places. At the Wichita Falls Airport, at the Midwestern State University College, at the uh, hospital, at the... Uh, uh, the Civic Center, they're all going to get these closed enclosed, closed or encased cases where we'll sort of show some tantalizing items for people to see and say, man, we got to go down and see the rest of it. So it's, it's, it's really Christmas. It's like Christmas three or four days a week. Um, um, last week I got four boxes in from collectors and historians around the country of memorabilia and history programs back to the 30s and 40s. Um, It's just really cool all the time to see the stuff that continues to come in because this collection grows, thrives, and got started on donations from the wrestlers, their families, their fans, and even pieces that are on loan from those families. We're more than welcome to secure them and put names on them from where they come from and and who delivered them to us. And as I tell the collectors all the time around the world, now that people are coming from around the world to see this museum, if your stuff's in a closet and you're the only one getting to look at it, it needs to be here so the whole world can see it, and, and the whole world will know that you brought it to them.
2: Now, what uh, what are some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, I I can't think of the word right now. Uh, what are some of the blank uh, items that you have uh, that? Uh, uh fans would know just by you telling us about it.
0: Uh we got that Jimmy makes. Snooker's com- we got Jimmy Snooker's complete outfit, uh Georgie Animal Steals Uh we just we just put up a display the other day for Iceman King Parsons. We have uh, Pat Patterson's ring jacket. Uh we have a complete collection from Moola when she passed away. We got all her collection here last year, J. Michael Kenyon, one of the leading historians in the country. Passed away. His complete collection came to the Hall of Fame. Um, Bruiser Brody shorts, uh, Stan Hansen outfits. Uh, oh man, we uh, just got a red Bastine quilt in the other day, made from his favorite t-shirt, <clears throat> which is really a cool piece. We have the wedding dress that was used on WWE on a Saturday Night NBC broadcast when Hillbilly Jim and Uncle Elmer. One of them got married that night, and it was a legal and binding wedding. We have that wedding dress. We just have the oh, history wow. of professional wrestling, man, from the belts to 10 pounds of gold, the NWA title, to belts that date back into the 1920s. Wow.
2: Now, uh, we got about uh, 50 minutes here with you, and then I'm going to have uh, Granny Halter ask you some questions. <laughs> but uh, before we do that, I had uh, I had sent you a little script. I, I had texted to you, and I had uh, messengered to you. Uh, We're going to do that – we're going to tape that uh, little promo now, then we'll continue the interview.
0: Let me get back to my paper, man. I just stepped outside, so I had good sales service. Let me get back to my paper. Okay.
2: Yeah, I I texted to you on your phone, your cell phone, and I sent it on Messenger. Yep. So you'd have it on two places. Yep, I got it. I got it. Okay. So I'll count you down from five, and then we'll go ahead and do this, and then uh, we'll continue. So here we go. Ready? Five, four, three.
0: Two. Hey everybody! This is the Pride of Monte County, Johnny Mansell Yo. Tonight, you listeners to the Attitude Air Live with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster.
2: Awesome. Your your phone kind of cut out there, but I I think we can I think we can piece it together. I think we're fine. Unless you want to do it again, real quick.
4: It's up to you, man.
2: All right, well, let's let's just have you do it one more time. That way uh, we know we got it ready. Five, four.
0: <clears throat> Hey, everybody, this is the pride of Monte County, Cowboy Johnny Mantel, and you're listening to the Attitude Air Live with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Perfect.
2: And then the thing is, because you said their names uh, after mine, I can edit them out later. No, I'm kidding. I'm uh-huh. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
6: Uh-huh. I'm kidding.
2: Now let let me ask you this: when when it comes to items that you have on display, uh, I have you know I don't know if it's if it's an item that you guys would be interesting uh, interested in, but uh, I have uh, a a complete set from uh, back in '85. You may even already have it already, but uh, Tops have put out the first uh, one of the first uh, wrestling uh, card sets ever. And uh, I have a complete set of that. Would that would that be an item that you'd want to, you'd be interested in displaying, or do you not display stuff like
0: that? Absolutely. Again, that's the history of the business. I mean, we have a whole section of the room that's just uh, toys and toy belts and and mannequin dolls and uh, uh, a box of bootios. And I mean, it, we just try to cover the complete business of <laughs> professional wrestling, so that when somebody comes in, they can see it from start to finish. You know, I mean. The eyes that I get, the eyeballs I get when I tell people, did you realize that Abraham Lincoln wrestled professionally? They say he had somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 professional matches. They go, no, that's not true. I take him over and show him a copy of a newspaper article from Illinois talking about Abe Lincoln being the tough young man that he was and beating the local tough guy at a carnival and becoming that wrestler from that point forward. I mean, there's just stories like that and pieces like that of history that need to be seen and told. And. We're getting so many photographs and 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 programs and things are we're working on a patron page where you can go on and view all the stuff that we have that displays through history. And right now we're just getting into the nineteen sixties and we recorded from these historians matches dating all the way back to the seventeen sixties and and uh, we're at one point five million Nights of matches, and we're just now in the 1960s. So the history that wow. we have is second to none. And and you know, again, I'm very proud of the guys today in the wrestling world that are making that money that I never had a chance to make that kind of money when I wrestled. But um, I'm very proud of the money they're making. I'm I'm proud that professional wrestling is continuing on in some form, but it is in a lot of different forms right now, from what you see on TV to what you see on the independent circuit and. The fact that Cody and those guys at All In sold that building out so fast and put on a fantastic show and are going to do it a few more times here coming up before WrestleMania, I'm very proud of what they're doing, and it's and it's about <clears throat> professional wrestling. So we try to cover the entire sport.
2: Well, you know, one thing that we would like to do, and uh, if uh, you know, and, and I. You know, like I said, I don't want to make this sound like an ego thing, but I would be willing to uh, send you that set so you can put it on display. You know, uh, you know, and I'm sure that you can guarantee that it would be safe and it would be, a, a, uh, you know, uh, insured. And, you know, you you could put let uh, you know put on loan from Icon or whatever. You know, I, I I would definitely be willing to do that to help out your museum. And
0: if, that's uh, that's how it, that's how it there, keeps that's how it keeps running, man. Again, you know I like I tell people all the time, I'm a, I'm a volunteer like everybody else. Being the president, the, board of the, the president of the board of directors, I'm a volunteer just like everybody else, the complete board's of volunteers. All our help around the hall are volunteers. And we continue to make this a, a, a place for people to come see and enjoy wrestling, no matter who their favorite person was wrestling, no matter what era they grew up in, Um, I have Vietnam vets come in and want to know about Ripper Collins and Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens and Roy Shires and Tora Tanaka and Kenji Shibuya and those kind of guys. So we try to tell those stories every day in there. And and one thing that makes this Hall of Fame, I think, so special is that when you come to the Hall of Fame, 99% of the time, you're going to have a wrestler in that building welcoming you and telling you about the museum. And what we have in there, and telling you stories to go along with it.
2: You know, and the other thing I'd be willing to, uh, you know, donate to your museum is I have. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to, uh, you know, most of my uh, most of the kids in my neighborhood, they used to blow their money, uh, their allowances on candy and stuff like that. I used to go. I used to go to the stop and go across the street from my house. I used to buy all these wrestling packs of cards. I have unopened packs of cards and a uh, lot of uh, NWA cards and stuff, you know, uh, I like I say, I'd be willing to give you the whole gamut, you know, so you could make a display out of it uh, for your museum, and I'd love to help you out that way, you know. And Absolutely, if, uh,
0: man. Again, and, uh, that that's how it continues yeah. to grow. I mean, we're in 7,000 square feet, and if I had 14,000, I could fill it up.
2: Now, uh, now you uh, have some things on display in the museum, don't you?
0: Yes, I have a, I have an outfit of mine in the museum. I have an out, I have one of my brother Kenny's rings, jackets, and uh, uh, lots of programs. I have the program where my brother Kenny was the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion and Jack Briscoe was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and they both stepped on the scale at 225 in Dallas, Texas, title versus title, and they wrestled an hour draw. Um, I mean, just the, the history stuff that we have guys without you seeing it, it's really hard for me to to help you vision what it is. I mean, um it's just unbelievable. Uh it's it just it's just remarkable the pieces and things that continue. We got David Von eriks original yellow rose of Texas jacket and his boots. Really? Um,
2: How'd you get that
0: wow? His his widow donated them to the hall so that they could be seen by the entire world. Um We have uh, Freebirds outfits from Michael, Terry, and Buddy. Um, um, You know, uh, Otta Mayavia says she has a complete outfit of her father, the High Chief Peter Mayavia, that's coming to us. I cannot wait to display that, as Peter was so kind to me when I first started in the business. Um, We have a a Stan Stasiac jacket coming. We have, I mean, there's just so many pieces to this puzzle that keeps. Keeps us on our toes and keeps us going and keeping keeps us thinking of ways to display and tell folks about it and get the word out. You know, it's uh, being a nonprofit. There's not uh, Vince McMahon money to advertise it and tell people. So it's word of mouth and a newsletter that we do and and uh, people coming in and going back and telling ten or fifteen of their friends and them coming in and telling ten or fifteen of their friends and. Over the past week, we've had people in from North Dakota, Kansas, Colorado, California, Arizona, Florida, the Carolinas, Georgia, just over the last couple of weeks to come to see this museum. and It's, it's humbling from, for a guy like me that was just a jock that was so lucky to get to travel this world during my wrestling days. Uh, it's very humbling to have people come in and see it and enjoy it so much and leave taking pictures and telling their friends and family on the phone, you got to come see it. You got to come see it. So we, we try to keep it open as much as we can right now through the football season. Uh, I'm helping with a a local high school team a little bit. So we're open Thursday through Sunday, 10 to five Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and one to five on Sunday. And after football season, sometime right after Thanksgiving, we'll start back being open Wednesday through Sunday. So it's, um, uh, it's a passion, man. This business, again, has been very, very good to me, and, and I really enjoy the challenge of, of, of making sure that when I'm dead and gone, this continues on for the next couple centuries. Wow.
2: You know, I'll tell you, uh, here, here's what I, I, I want to ask you a favor. Now, before your Hall of Fame weekend, if you'd be willing to come back on with us so we can help you promote your uh, the weekend,
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm available to – I try. that's the one thing. I I can't get in the ring and do what I used to do, but my mouth still flaps, and I try to promote and do everything I can to let everybody around the country know about the (laughs) Hall of Fame. And when we get ready to make the announcement this year for who's going in, you guys should, you know, have us just on shortly telling you who's going in this year.
2: All right. And then uh, what I'm going to do here – is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it uh, together tonight. Uh, I'll send you, and I'll have you send me the address of where to send this stuff. Uh, okay. I'm gonna send you the the cards I got right now uh, that you can put on display in your museum. Uh, you know, if you if you can use them, great. If not, you know, send them back. What have you? But uh, I uh, there uh, I got. Uh, WCW cards and I got these old NWA uh, Trading cards that are like They're like really old and they're like really cool You know Cool. And I'd like to help out your museum By uh, uh, sending those To you so you can display them
0: Absolutely we'd be honored man Again that's how it continues to grow And that's what it's going to take for it to continue to grow As I'm meeting more and more Of these independent stars today We're getting stuff from them So we can tell the story of the independents as well you know, it's not just about the 1920s or 40s or 50s or 70s or 80s. It's about, you know, from the start of time before the Civil War to to tonight. And we want to tell every story we can about everybody out there that's that's within this business trying to promote professional wrestling.
2: All right, and then uh, we got uh, we got a few minutes here. Uh, we got a few seconds before we wrap this up. If our fans wanted to check you out and find you. All right, you got a Facebook, you got a Twitter, you got an Instagram, uh, YouTube. What do you Absolute,
0: got? Out there? Absolutely, man. You can go to pwhf.org. Uh, we're right now in the transition of uh, who's managing that site, and it, it'll really start picking up here over <clears> the next <throat> couple weeks. We also have a, we have a professional wrestling hall of fame Facebook page. We try to keep updates on that, and uh, that's the one thing that they they get sort of uh, down not down but depressed about me is that i'm a jock i'm not a i'm not a computer guy or a smartphone guy or any of that so all that's sort of hard for me and so i'm just now transitioning a couple new new people into managing the website and the facebook pages the twitter and all those different things that uh i'm just not that guy that does that man i can i can talk on the phone and do your radio show and make a personal appearance but pushing keyboard, all that, and looking at his screens, not not my cup of tea. All
2: right. And what I'll have you do tonight, if you just want on on Facebook Messenger, just send me the address. I got them boxed up. I'll, I'll send them off this week for you. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I I may not get to it tonight, ma'am, but in the morning I'll shoot you that address.
2: Sure. And then, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, from the uh, Elmrath Sports Emporium, we'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Man.
6: Well, Icon, I would like to say one thing to Johnny, if I may, really quick. Go ahead. Because, I, Johnny, I, I, I'm friends with you on Facebook. My real name is Lori Burt, but my, I have a gimmick name of Granny Holkster because I'm a huge wrestling fan. But I have a lot of wrestling friends in Texas. I have a lot of wrestling friends in Oklahoma that always come to your big barbecue thing that you have every year down there. And i tell you, as a wrestling fan – that would be on granny's bucket list to be able to come to that wrestling Hall of Fame and see that because I've heard so many wonderful things about it from my wrestling who I consider my wrestling family, but I just got to thinking about something i have the, I have my original i still have my original granny holster T- shirt that I had a very good friend made made for me when I got this nickname it says what you're going to do when Granny holster goes crazy on you and it has got Autographs from professional wrestlers Independent wrestlers Some of the autographs are faded But I tell you If you ever wanted Granny holster's t-shirt For your wrestling hall of fame Because I am very good friends With Tim Storm and James Beard And I know you know those names
0: Absolutely Barrett, Absolutely.
6: Barrett Brown, Matt Riviera um, Johnny Morton Greg Anthony, Terry Pantera I mean, I, 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 the list could, you know, Tim Rockwell, the list goes on Dexter Hardaway. I mean, I know you know those guys with names and I used to go to TCW when it ran up here in Arkansas all the time. I mean, they still show the old reruns down in little rock, you know, and I still have people even message me today and say, Hey, aren't you that lady in that yellow shirt on TCW? Because, but that that would be on Granny's bucket list to be able to come see that Wrestling Hall of Fame. I mean, I would well, I, love to see that.
0: I tell everybody if you're if you're anything around this business, whether you're a fan or you're involved in it or you mm. just have loved it from day one, you're really cheating yourself out of a fantastic weekend by not coming in and seeing the, the entire week. We do social events on Thursday night. We do a uh independent wrestling show on Friday night. On Saturday, we do a trade show and autograph line with the Hall of Famers and dignitaries in town. And then on Saturday night, we do a, a seated, catered banquet for the induction ceremony. And two years ago, Larry Henning sang his induction speech. Uh, 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 Mick Foley wrote a poem for his induction speech.
8: Wow. Um,
0: um, I mean, Parsons. they just—you know—it goes—it just goes on and on. And to be here this year with Ice Man King Parsons and Bob Roop. Tony Rose and Susan Green and Beverly Shade and 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 I'm, I know I'm leaving names out there, but just to be in town with those and they're around the hall all weekend and they're visiting and talking to people and you get that one-on-one time and it's about again our Hall of Fame and the weekends about wrestling and being a fan of wrestling and that's it. It's not about it's not about how many how much money you're going to have to pay to get in the door and then how much you got to pay for an autograph and Literally, our, our trade show is free to come in. Our autograph line, which normally seats between 30 and 37 different Hall of Famers and dignitaries, it's a one-ticket price. You get a picture and an autograph with everybody in that line. A $60 ticket last year got you 37 autographs and a picture taken with those with those wrestlers. Um, wow. our, bank, our banquet is, is reasonable to come. It's again, it's a seated, catered banquet and to enjoy the entertainment of the induction ceremony and all that goes into it is uh it shouldn't be on a bucket list it should be on a list of things we're going to do well yeah awesome.
6: and i'm friends and i'm friends with barrett brown and his family and i know barrett's making his way in the wrestling world i mean i met barrett several years right. ago when he started wrestling for TCW and it just it's awesome i it sounds awesome
2: all right. Well, guys, uh I hate, I hate to cut this, but uh our our next guest is ready to come on. So, uh Johnny will definitely have you on again. I'll uh as a matter of fact, I'll contact you. We'll set up uh uh the interview uh several months in advance. I'll talk to you about it tomorrow and we'll get you on uh, before the Hall of Fame weekend
0: and we'll have you on again.
3: Awesome,
2: we'll have you on for friend. a longer time.
3: Hey, guys Good
0: you to again. You, Johnny. God, God bless what you're doing. Keep professional wrestling alive, whatever Thanks. form or fashion that is. Keep it alive and well. That's what it needs to be.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Johnny.
0: Thanks, Thanks guys. Johnny. Good night.
2: All Good right. Night. Cowboy Johnny Mantell, ladies and gentlemen. The man, this the icon. best. The so we, we've, got,
1: we've, we've got two callers on the line, a 305 and a 313.
2: Yep, yeah, put them through. I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce them, and then we'll go right to them.
1: Bo- both of them? Yeah, yep. Okay, all right, just making sure, making sure, because, you know, I didn't know if one was and what
2: wasn't or whatever, but
1: all right, they're both on.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, our second and third combatant of the night, the coolest wrestling promotion going today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you representatives from World Big Time Wrestling. Hey, guys, how's it going?
5: Great, great. How are you, my friend? It's Kevin, uh, so know, yeah, it's Kevin
2: uh, Sullivan Yeah, introduce, tell us who you are And uh, who else we got on the line And we'll uh, interview you
5: uh, It's Kevin Sullivan on the line here And I don't know who's on the other line
4: uh, uh, so This is uh, the Suplex Shogun, Jackson Stone And I'm on the line with Mr. Kevin Sullivan What's going on, sir? How you doing? Hey, good, my man, how are you? Doing good, uh, doing no. good
2: now, when uh, you say Kevin Sullivan, is this as in the Kevin Sullivan that uh, came into the restroom against Chris Benoit that I was at a pay per view at? Is that, that uh, Kevin that's Sullivan? the
5: same one?
2: That's the
6: same one. Same one, Icon.
2: You know, I gotta tell you, Whoa. you well, when
5: major. you
2: guys came, when you guys came to that restroom where I was at, you guys
5: scared the hell out of me. <laughs> you probably scared the hell out of us. Didn't we go in the ladies' room? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> uh,
2: but anyway, uh, uh, so, uh, Mr. Sullivan, uh, can I call you Kevin or Mr. Sullivan? Or yeah, Kevin's address? fine, yeah. Okay. Well, Kevin, uh, you are, uh, without a doubt, a wrestling legend. And uh, we have many questions for you. And we have you on for... Uh, about uh, 25 minutes here So we'll try and get them all on Again Okay. And uh, we uh, uh, Would like to contact you again And have you on uh, at, Again at some other point If we don't scare you away uh, At this point now Sure Okay uh, And the young and, man with uh, me
5: is on too So I think he needs to be talked to too And after all we're in the future of the wrestling business Okay, and, uh, and, and I
4: really
2: I know, appreciate that. Sir. And I don't know You're if you welcome, guys got man. the, uh, I, I don't know if you guys got the script or not. Of uh, 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 now, I'm getting a call from Joe. Uh, hold. uh I don't know what to do here. I'm i getting a call from all you guys. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, hold on, hold on, guys.
4: How you been, my man? I'm doing great, sir. I'm doing great. I've been going to uh, – actually, I'm so happy I'm on, a, I'm on the phone with you. I have a lot of questions for you, a lot of questions to ask and advice. I've been going for three years so far and uh, started in Ohio, and I'm doing a lot of things in the Midwest and East Coast. And just during your time, when, you know, we're when you were now, early we to get in the business, to do this business, we through this because We
2: only have until uh, uh ten fifteen. so uh, let's do this. Okay, so, uh, Kevin – uh, you were in uh, uh, WCW. How many years were you in WCW?
5: I was there from. Uh, I went there in eighty nine and left in ninety one and came back in ninety
2: four. Okay.
5: And finished up the two thousand.
2: Okay, and uh, usually I don't ask this on the air because I usually talk to uh, our guests
5: beforehand, but uh uh is there
2: any uh subjects you don't want us to ask you about so we
5: so I know so we don't go
2: there? No. 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 Okay. Um I was uh, kind of curious uh you know uh about uh, if 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 you'll uh, if we could talk about it. Uh, your angle that you had with uh, Chris Benoit and uh, your then right. wife, uh, right now, who was that? Who wrote that? Was that you that wrote that? Did you guys have to okay that, or how did that all come about? I'm curious.
5: Well, we were separated at the time. We were headed to a divorce at that time, and uh, so we played it out that way. I never thought she'd end up marrying him. I knew we were headed to divorce, but, you know, life imitates art. So that's what happened. So, and I never held it against either one of them. I mean, that was their, that was their path that they chose. And, uh, they were very good, n- nice people. And,
2: uh, when you, uh, when you were uh, doing the uh, Dungeon of Doom thing, uh, now you also, you you did double duty. You were wrestling. uh, You were also a booker and you were a writer. Were you not all at the same time?
5: Yeah, yeah. And back in the day, the booker was the writer. So, uh, yeah, I was doing double duty. Okay.
2: And uh, in your opinion because uh, we, we, we've we asked uh, all WCW stars, of course, uh, there was one individual, uh, uh, he was a member of Harlem Heat that uh, really sent me for a 360-degree spin, so I'm not even going to bring him up. But uh, And it wasn't Booker T. It was the other one. Uh, with the downfall of WCW, do you put that on uh, the hands of WCW. Do you uh, have any blame on uh, Eric Bischoff? Um, I, I, why does the other guy's name escape me right now? Um, the guy that likes to mention Bro every
5: time. Um, Vince Russo.
2: Yeah, yeah, Vince Russo. Yeah. Do you place any blame on them, or was it just because of the merger? Or what would you say was the, the major downfall for WCW?
5: I definitely wouldn't put it on uh, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff was way ahead of his, his time. He saw the NWO angle in Japan and brought it back to the United States in advance. That Eric did an incredible job. But <clears throat> I knew we were finished when Eric came back from a meeting after the merger when AW. Bell didn't want wrestling on their program. If you remember then, TNT was drama and TBS was comedy. Wrestling didn't fit in either one of them. So they wanted to get rid of it. It didn't matter if it was the highest rated show by four times what anything else was. They wanted to get rid of it. Uh, I don't like to knock anybody uh, Vince Rousseau and I had different Opinion about wrestling I never hear people Knock him about him being world Champion but they Knocked Dusty Rhodes for being world champion Dusty Rhodes was one of the Greatest box office attractions In the world And he was the booker And uh Vince had never been in the ring And he won the world title match I never hear anybody complain about that Uh But no matter what Vince did, right or wrong, it wasn't going to last either because they, from the day they bought it, they wanted to get rid of it. And it was proof of the pudding when they sold it for what they did, 37 years of a library. That's now Vince, that's the backbone of his uh, network. The Georgia Championship Wrestling and WCW. Now when Vince
2: bought WCW and you know the last Monday night Nitro, were you there for that? No, no, I had left
5: about a year okay. earlier. Yeah.
2: Now did you did you have the option or did you want to go to WWE afterwards or were you just done?
5: I had signed a three-year contract uh, six months before – not six months, I'm sorry. Six weeks before they told me I could go home. And then about two months into it, they called me back and said, we'd like you to come back. And I said, "Uh, what is my raise and pay? They said, no raise and pay. So I said, so I could stay at home for three years or I can go to work and collect a certain amount of money. I said, I'll come back to you in a, in a week. Let me think about it. The other thing was <clears throat> I didn't get to go to Vince's because maybe one of the reasons was I was an employee. I wasn't a, uh independent contractor.
2: One last question. We'll uh, go to the other gentleman on the line. Uh, uh, like I say, uh, hopefully uh, I can get your contact information uh, so we can so I can have you on. We, we'd like to have a whole show dedicated to you because we have we have tons of fan mail that have questions
4: for you. If you'd be willing to do that, sure, I'd love to. Uh, I actually have a question right now, Mr. Sullivan. Mr. Sullivan, I have a question before you go. Uh, Dusty Rose Magnum T T A. Blackjack Mulligan Who out of three were your favorite ones To have the rivals against and why
5: Dusty and Blackjack I got to work with a lot more Than Magnum And between the two of them They were the ones that got me over And I have very fond memories Of both of them And they were both great talkers They could talk people in the building And they both knew how to sell and they were both giants compared to me in stature.
4: So they did they did right. an incredible job to get me over. Right. right. So I'm I'm a, I, huge, I'm a huge fan of the grudge match you had with Dusty. Th-
5: thank you. So am I going to see you on November third at uh, Pizza Joe's? Oh yes, sir. Okay. I heard a lot yes, about sir. you, and I'm really looking forward and to see you. And I believe it starts at seven thirty, doesn't it? Oh, Joe's yes, on sir, the other gone. line too, right? So we'll find out about him. So and, I'm uh, gonna,
2: uh,
5: and, and real I'm quick, gonna, Kevin, before you go, uh, yeah, do we have you? Uh, can we have
2: you do that promo for us, real quick? Sure. What promo do you want? Okay, basically you'll say, uh, "Hey, this is Kevin Sullivan." You can say whatever you. I, I did you catch that? I actually did a Dusty Rose, uh, <laughs> a yeah. Dusty Rose voice there. Uh, You'll say, hey, this is Kevin Sullivan. You're listening to the Attitude Air Live with the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster, and you can say whatever else you want, and I'll couch down for five. We have to do a couple takes. We'll do that, then we'll uh, interview the other gentlemen. The Icon and who? The Icon, Granny Hulkster, and the Big Swing. Okay. Okay, got it. All right, ready? Five, four, three,
0: two, one.
5: This is Kevin Sullivan, and I'm on the greatest podcast of all times, wrestling podcast, with the big swing, granny hulkster, the icon. Awesome. And the thing is,
2: because you said, last, you said my name last, it was going to be harder for me to edit them out.
6: I'm kidding. Uh, okay. I'm kidding. Icon. I'm kidding. He's I'm kidding. kidding, Kevin. He's kidding. He's okay. Kidding. kidding. Okay. okay.
2: All right. Okay. And, uh, Kevin, uh, I'm gonna ask. Uh, hopefully, you'll give Joe. Uh, yeah, he's gift, got my number. Uh, get it from him. Okay. Okay. And then I will contact you. I promise I won't call you all the time. But we, okay. uh, our fans have tons of emails that we want to get to, and we want to have you on for uh, for a longer time. We appreciate okay. it, sir. Thank you.
5: Young man, okay. and I'll see you uh, uh, November, uh November 3rd. I'm really looking forward to watching you, Joe. Uh, told me how good you are. So I want to see if it lives up to the hype, okay? <laughs> I really appreciate that, sir. I can't okay, wait. Okay, thank you. thanks, guys. All right. okay. Bye-bye. All right, so, uh, and then, uh,
2: uh, I'm wow, sorry. Wow,
4: you guys I, I'm really need so, me. You, I, you guys don't really need so I'm right now. Me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I forgot your name. I, I'm just so I'm just so flabbergasted right now. What, what
4: can you tell us who you are again? <laughs> Sorry. No, it wasn't that was enough for me right ne- right there. No, I'm a the plus shoga and Jackson Stone. Okay. Now you are on Facebook, right? Yep, I'm on Facebook and you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter.
2: Okay, and your name is
4: Jack Jackson
2: Stone. Sim Sim Stone, right? Sim Stone? Yeah, like stone, Jack Simpson. Okay, perfect. All right, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll ask you some questions.
4: Well, uh, pretty much started in Elyria, Ohio, a couple miles away from Cleveland, Ohio, at Mega Championship Wrestling. And uh, Mega Championship Wrestling very historic, uh, JT Lightning, he was there. Uh, CM Punk came through there. Chris Hero, all the great indie guys. Johnny Gargano, uh, as you see right now, Champa. Uh but yeah, I'm a student of that um of that school. Was there for at least a year and a half. Then after that moved up to uh Detroit, Michigan where I'm home. Well, that's my hometown and uh since then I've been rocking with uh XICW. We have a show coming up, um uh at Cobo Hall. Can't wait for that. And uh also then hooked up with WBW, um, World Big Time Wrestling. I'm just honestly so far it's been a great time.
2: Awesome. And uh uh so uh, I'm gonna say this and you should know this. Uh we'll see we'll see if you uh are up on it. So if I say, oh hey, say
4: No, I'm from Detroit. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't okay. do that. I will, suplex, All right. my, I will suplex you through the phone. <laughs> Is okay. that possible? All right, well then I'm not
2: I'm not gonna pr- I'm not gonna press my luck. Uh, okay. <laughs> no problem,
4: man. <laughs> all right,
2: okay, uh, okay. So, uh, how long? Yeah, that that uh, was an interesting
4: situation that just happened right there, man. That was crazy. Kevin Sullivan was just going right. along with us. That's that's crazy.
2: Well, look, I, I, w- I was I wasn't. Ex- uh, I quote Buddy Holly when he stepped into your the policy We weren't expecting
4: you all either. <laughs> <laughs> you got to handle it well.
2: Uh, okay, so um, in your in your tenure in the business, um, have you uh, have you worked for uh, the same promotion, or have you worked with many different promotions?
4: Well, I've worked with many different promotions. I've worked out, worked with some out in Wisconsin, Chicago, uh, Berlin Championship Wrestling. Uh, some out in Toronto. Actually, headed back up to Toronto pretty soon here to go to Battle Arts, which is a uh, Santimarella's. Uh, promotion I believe and also yeah um, working towards some places down in Florida and also down in Texas so ultimately Shogun uh, for me my, my dream is just to go all around uh, I want to get to New Japan I want to get over to Europe and experience those styles WWE of course is the it's goal but the dream is just to travel um, and, and experience all different t- kinds of styles throughout the land well, you
2: know, you you said Santino Morella, correct? Yes. Okay, now I'll tell you what. When you see I'm him, you got to do me a favor. You got to say hi to him from the icon because he's been on our show, uh and he's a heck of a nice guy. And he put oh, up yeah. with me calling him. He put up with me calling him 27 times. Ah. Uh, you know, before he actually said, "Okay, if you stop calling me, I'll be on your show."
4: You know, <laughs> you're persistent, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll definitely have <laughs> to feet. say hi to him from the icon uh, out of Fargo. Will he, do. Hopefully, he remembers me. Uh, okay. Will do. So, in your uh, with the different promotions you've been to, have you uh, have you uh, had any uh, uh, title reigns, or are you going to be going for any titles in the near future?
4: Well, currently, right now, I hold three titles, and okay. those three titles. Yeah, and those three titles are the mega championship uh, heavyweight title, the XICW junior heavyweight title, which is their proven Ground show, and also uh, WBW, I just won their undisputed Ohio heavyweight title. So right now, Shogun's rocking three titles.
2: Okay, and then uh, I was going to ask you, you know, have you ever thought a tag team, you know, because I got a mask, you know, but I usually just break it out on the
4: weekends. Have you ever
2: thought about that, Keith?
4: <laughs> I don't know, but can you suplex somebody? I don't know. Can you pick anything up heavier than 50 pounds?
6: I can. I can. <laughs> I have... I'm I sorry, I call that just, struck... that just struck me funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, look, and I have a great, I have a I great finish
2: about... maneuver. <laughs> I have a great finish maneuver. It's called the junk punch him in the man business, and it works every time I do it. <laughs> No, we, we have so about uh, we got about uh, we got about five minutes here left with you. Uh, so yes. then we're gonna have you cut the promo for us. I, I hope that you okay, remember what true. it is. Uh, when you wrestle, are you a baby face? Are you a heel? Are you an in betweeny? Or do you let the crowd decide what you're gonna be?
4: Uh, once I start suplexing, I just go, and the crowd usually enjoys that unless I'm suplexing their favorite wrestler, which is you still. Know, they'll probably end up uh, enjoying it. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I guess you say I'm a little bit of a twink. At WBW, um, I am a um, a face, though. Okay. And then are you, uh, are, you
2: a, in, are you? a – Would you call yourself a mat wrestler, a technical wrestler, or are you a high
4: hmm. flyer? I'm a – I am a, I'm say, don't want to use the word um, mat baseball, but, yeah, I do have a – a, a vast uh, uh, repertoire in my system in terms of grappling. I come from collegiate background in wrestling, a uh, high school background, judoka, jiu-jitsu. Um, so pretty much, yeah, grappling is my, is my deal.
2: And uh, what, uh, you know, every wrestler uh, has a finishing maneuver. What is yours, the name of it, and tell us what's involved.
4: <laughs> my finishing maneuver is... You would know it as the pounce. And it's called it the Bumaye, which which you decode that, you find out what it is, and you understand why it's called the Bumaye. But that is my finishing move. That is my finishing technique I use to take care of everybody.
2: Okay. And uh, real quick here, we'll do the promo, then uh, we got a couple more questions, then uh, we'll, because uh, I want to get you scheduled back on again. I want to have you back on again as well. Uh, oh, so no, well, go ahead. Five, four, oh, wait. three. Wait, 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 hold on,
3: hold on. Okay. Give it to me one more time.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, you'll say your name. Hey, this is, you're listening to the Attitude Air Live with the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Holster.
4: The Icon, Big Swing, and Granny Holster? Yep. No problem. All right,
2: five, four, mm-hmm. three. Two, one.
4: Well, 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 what do we have here? <laughs> it's the Suplex Show, Jackson Stone, and I'm sipping my lemonade and suplexing everybody left and right. And you are listening to the Add to the Era podcast with Big Swim, Granny Holster, and the icon. Awesome.
2: And, uh, that
4: was great.
2: And uh, no spell, spell your you down. name for us, real quick, again. Your first and last name.
4: Uh, the Suplex Shogun. That's the moniker, and then Jackson, like Jackson Five, or Michael Jackson, Jackson Stone, like Stone Cold. Jackson Stone. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do for you.
2: I'm going to send. I'm going to send you a message. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, if our fans want to check you out. Do you have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? Do you got an uh, 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 Instagram or Twitter? Where you got what do you got out there?
4: Yeah, I have all three. Uh, I have a, my Facebook. Just type it in Jackson Stone. It will be there under the athlete category. Uh, I have my Instagram Jackson underscore, underscore Stone three one three, and then um, Jackson underscore Stone twenty for my Twitter.
2: And if anybody wants to know what this guy looks like, he reminds me a lot of Roman Reigns.
4: <laughs> well, I appreciate that without the hair, right?
2: Right, right. Well, uh, <laughs> you're a nicer man. guy because you like, you'll actually come on the show. He won't. Uh, real quick here, <laughs> um, we got about uh, we got about 66. I'm gonna ask you this question, then I'm gonna send you a message. I'm gonna send you a cool collector's card for being on the show, and then I'll contact. Uh, I'll send you a couple days, and we'll get you back on again.
4: Yeah, most definitely. I appreciate it.
2: Okay. Now, I ask every independent wrestler this. We all know that the WWE is the big dance, and I know you mentioned this a little bit ago. Now, as an independent wrestler, you basically control your own destiny. You do what you want, this and that. The WWE, they say who you can talk to, who you can't, what you can do, this and that, and, uh, you know... Is the WWE your main goal? And when you do sign that million dollar contract, you'll still be willing to talk to us. You won't big time us, and you'll 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 still consider us your friend.
4: You can put me on the record and let and I can let you know that I will for sure still be your friend. Shogun will for sure be your ally. I got you, man. No no problem. If and I'm sure for that contract, if I signed that million dollar contract I'm coming right back to you guys and we're talking about it.
2: Awesome. All right, Jackson. Well, I'll tell you what. We appreciate it. I'm going to get in touch with you. I'm going to send you that collector's card. Uh, and then, Thanks for being uh, on, Jackson. And then we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely on. get you back on again. And I'll tell you what. I got to say, I'm definitely in love with your ring jacket. That just really <laughs> is awesome, man.
4: I appreciate that, man. I put a lot of work into it. Thank you.
2: And uh, if uh, and also and then hopefully. Uh, you might be willing to send us some autographs too, that we can have for giveaways, and I'll uh, I'll contact you. That uh, I'll send you a message, and then if you want to give me your contact information, I'll get a hold of you. I'll talk to you later tonight, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll do the thing. I'll I'll contact you later tonight, but
4: Oh yeah, that's perfect. Sounds good to me.
2: Thank you, sir. Have a great night. I'll talk to you in about uh, forty-five minutes.
4: Sounds great, then. Hey, thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks, but I know.
2: Jackson Stone, ladies and gentlemen. What a great guy. And I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to get him back on. We're going to get Kevin Sullivan back on. And uh, definitely uh, we'll rock the joint with these guys. So now <laughs> we all know that Bronco Billy, she called earlier. Uh, she Hopefully she will be calling us back. Uh I still have issues with uh the time zone thing uh even though I think I say it correctly, I guess I really don't but anyway, that's my flaw but uh granny, what did you think of uh what did you think of Kevin Sullivan being on with us?
6: well, that's pretty awesome i heard actually heard Kevin Sullivan on another podcast here you know, several months ago and I didn't actually get to come on the you know podcast, I just listened to it. But that was pretty awesome having Kevin Sullivan you know, Kevin Sullivan on, you know, with us. That was pretty awesome. Right. So hopefully
2: uh the big swing is monitoring the board. Uh we'll take uh Bronco Billy up to the end of the show. But uh as you can see, uh for anybody that's listening right now, whether you're listening to us live uh or on replay, uh our show is getting a lot of traction and uh we're not going away anytime soon. Uh no we're and, not uh, and uh Granny uh we hope you're with us for the long haul and uh yeah. you wanna Well I hope so wanna, too. <laughs> all right. And uh it's 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 we're up-and-comers, and uh, I hate to keep saying that every week, but, uh, you know, uh, it's it's going to be awesome. Oh, boy.
6: Well, Granny's been sitting on the edge of her chair watching this football game, and my Chiefs just got ahead, and there's 12 seconds left in the game, and All we right, just so... made a touchdown. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, hopefully uh... – big swing is monitoring the the show
6: because uh, well we why? just because... Kansas City just Kansas City just beat the Broncos twenty seven to twenty three I know this is a wrestling podcast icon <laughs> well he, he, but he, I'm he, like so here's the happy. thing <laughs>
1: granny he, 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 here's the thing granny that play by case Keenum where he just threw it down the sideline a second ago you're, you're an NFL quarterback that has to be completed I mean Denver should have won this game on that play but it's case Keenum and you know it didn't happen but anyway yes we do have another guest down with us Um, We'll get into if we have some time A little bit of NFL talk A little bit of raw talk We'll see what we can do with it But I can't We do have our guest down here with us
2: Don't bank on it So I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest Ladies and
1: gentlemen No
2: worries
3: Here
1: we are
2: Our our fourth Combatant of the night She is probably The hottest wrestler to ever hang up on me Ladies and gentlemen (laughs) Like Garth Brooks said tougher Bronx I cannot recall Cheers, is Bronco Billy. Hey, Bronco. That's Collins. right.
7: That's right. I'm doing really well. Thank you. And I am now on it. Yes. Bronco and, Billy and, is and icon. on
1: it. I- icon, there, yeah. there, is, there is quickly. I got to put somebody through real quick. There is a caller on. I'm just going to see if it's who I think it is.
2: It's probably Jordan.
1: Is it Jordan? Yes.
2: Oh, yes, okay. All right, all
1: right, Jordan. I'll let you talk. I, I thought it was going to be toilet guy. You got my hopes up. All, all right. right. I'm going to, I'm going to go
2: put post game on. Let's not talk about <laughs> toilet guy. We're not talking about football. We're concentrating on
7: Bronco Billy right now.
3: I about toilet guy. Okay.
7: to
3: about
7: more wrestling. Come on. I know I want to talk about wrestling.
3: But right. do you want to discuss the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Denver Broncos so game? No, we not
7: Not right now. Not right now. Not right now.
3: <laughs> all right well, oh, enough. Okay, i guess well, i'll leave billy. my about that we Great have bigger, okay.
7: bigger badder things to talk about bigger and badder things to talk about okay Fair Fair enough. That's gonna... okay
2: let's get back to this okay marco billy i do apologize for the the hour mishaps but now that i've introduced you we let our guests kind of give us a little background about themselves then we ask some questions so uh uh, go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll uh, we'll ask you some questions.
7: You got it. How's the sound here, guys? You hear me well out there?
2: You you are beautiful, um, like
1: always.
7: Oh, thank you. Um, let's see. I've been wrestling now for 17 years, professionally, and I started out with uh, Women of Wrestling, WOW, which was the Glow Girls, glamorous ladies of wrestling. And uh went to W U T W training school. Thought maybe go to the WWE. Um, I heard earlier saying how kind of um they do have a lot of rules over there. That was kind of one of the one of the reasons I didn't keep pursuing it, you know. <laughs> but um now I'm an independent wrestler and I travel all over the United States and I'm back here in Baltimore, Maryland in the paper. Known as the strongest woman in Baltimore, Maryland, oh wow now
2: now I remember you uh now were you on the uh original glow girls or the the re uh the recreation of it the relaunch
7: uh I wasn't a part of glow because um it just, that just wasn't my time, but wow, women are wrestling it's the same company, the same people they just changed their name. Okay. The same characters, same people, same same everything. It just they just changed their name. So um, I think they're now still going on up in Vegas. I think they have shows in Vegas still going on. Yeah, I'm not a big Vegas the... fan, so I did you know? I mean, I love Vegas, yeah, but to work there is different, you know?
2: Yeah, they're yeah there are they have uh, they're on Netflix.
7: They also no. have um, that the girls still do shows I think in Vegas right now.
3: Right, they do. Yep. Mm-hmm.
7: So, uh,
2: in your uh, in your tenure uh, in the business, you, you know, you mentioned you've been, uh, you know, you've been in the business for seventeen years. Uh, what would you say was your toughest match that you've had in the seventeen years? Or if you have, if you have, if you can't narrow it down to one, I'll understand. But what would you say was your toughest match that you ever did and who was the opponent or who was your toughest opponent that you had millions of matches with?
7: That is true. I probably had millions of matches. I also do it competitively. So I, uh, I like to wrestle men, you know, Uh, 250 pounds. So that would probably be one of my toughest matches with a female, no because according to me I'm unbeatable so I'm not retired yet Um, God gave me strength so when I'm in the ring that's just what I do great and I usually always win so toughest match I don't have one yet so now you say
2: uh, you wrestle men now when you wrestle men do you do like the the whole Ronda Rousey thing like when she kicks a guy's butt, or uh, do you uh, do you say give me all you got, or uh, do you have like rules, or do you just like treat it like any
7: other opponent? Great questions. Um, speaking of Ronda Rousey, which uh, for some reason that's like one of the names It just doesn't sit sit right with me. But um, why is let's that? Let's see. I. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, I have certain fans. She's just not one. I, I, I Just it's something in my heart. Um, I did work with Macho Man Randy Savage in Spider-Man 1, the movie. He was awesome to work with. I did work with China, in another movie. I think it was called um, Cougar or Cougar Town. I did work with George St. Pierre from MMA. I did his Rush Fit workout video that I starred in. So I have been trained like that. Um, What I mean in the ring, no biting, no hair pulling, no scratching are my three rules. And to really pin someone and get someone down until they tap out.
2: That's my specialty. Now that that leads me into my next question. Every Mm -hmm. wrestler has a finishing
7: maneuver. What is yours? I can't tell you that the secret oh. then you'll know what's coming and try to get out of it <laughs> okay
2: well then let me put this to you
7: if let's put it this way icon, i like the choke
2: <sighs> oh, oh wow
7: now i like if the, the choke. Icon, we'll leave it at that <laughs>
2: okay now if the icon wanted to challenge you to a match okay um would you do uh, any special type of match, like if I wanted, like, a cage match or uh, uh, a, a chairs match or a uh, uh, handcuff on a pole match or something like that? Do you have...
7: I like, are the, you I like, I like the cage fight match. The cage fight match. Definitely.
2: So mm-hmm. you would be willing to take the icon in on a cage, huh? Yes. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I would uh, I uh, I would tap out right away. So I, uh, you know. So then I, I tap uh, out right
7: away, but but I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna. I might. He might tap out. That's what I'm saying. You know? I would tap out right away.
2: <laughs> I, right away. I, I step into, yeah, I step into the cage. <laughs> you step in the cage. They lock the door, and I'd be trying to get the hell out. <laughs> All
7: right. I don't blame you.
2: Yeah. Because I'll admit, instead of wrestling, I'd be trying to date you, but that's another story. (laughs) Well,
7: you know what else it takes? Let Let me tell you what else it takes besides a good heart and maybe prayers or faith, but also experience and training, and that's definitely what I have and what I've been doing. I mean, when someone is over 10 years in the business, you, you you're ahead of the guy that comes into the in the cage that day. There's there's no way he can know all the things you know in your 17 years. So, that's why some of these older guys like Randy, you know, they they do so well at, at such a late age. You know, they're smart. They're experienced.
2: Now where, now you said you uh, you worked with now were you in the Spider Man movie too?
7: I was. I was a bone saw girl, bonette. I think oh, that was a bonette. Oh There's uh, four girls that come down the ramp with and um, kind of hating on Spider-Man we are. Yeah, he's in the cage with bone saw with four lady wrestlers.
2: Uh, working with Randy, is he is he as intense as everybody says he is?
7: No, he was so sweet and so nice and so kind. He really was. Good man. Really, really, really good man. It was honored to, I think in the movie Spider-Man, I'm actually down on my knees polishing his boots. What an honor, right? He doesn't want to polish Macho Man Randy Savage's boots.
2: <laughs> now, did did he ever give you one of those, Oh, yeah, sister, you're going to get down and polish my boots. <laughs>
7: Yep, and I did.
2: Now, when you were... Yes. Uh, now, I I, I want to talk about your wrestling career, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I love Spider-Man. I've always been a a, a Spider-Man, and I, I've seen that movie over 77 times. Uh,
8: mm-hmm.
2: How did you... Uh, did they contact you uh, to be in the movie, in the role, or did you have to try out, or how did that come about?
7: That's another great question because the producer and director came into Wow, women are wrestling when we were training, practicing and they had all the girls audition which was probably about 20 girls and um they only picked 4 and I was one of the 4 they picked. So now, uh, yeah. How
2: how long uh, how long were you on set there? Uh uh, how, how how long did it take you to sh- uh, do the scene to film
7: the scene? Three days, three full days, maybe three fifteen hour days. And great uh, days.
2: When you uh, when you were on the set, uh, did you know? Did you get to meet uh, all the other cast members, or were they not there that day? Like, I, I'm sure you got to meet Toby McGuire, obviously, because you were in the scene with him. But did you ever get to meet Willem Dafoe or any of those individuals?
7: I was there with Toby Maguire and Macho Man. They were the two on the set that day. So, and I'll tell you this: Toby's tiny. Spider Man really? has an awful padded suit. Oh yeah. What?
2: Well, no, I was
7: surprised.
2: He he did play a jockey at Sea Biscuit, of course
7: uh right you know, right uh, there you go
2: we got about uh we got about uh 25 minutes here with you left uh before they kick us off the air but uh i know that uh my other two co-hosts uh, granny Hulkster and uh, jordan have some questions for you so i'm gonna let them ask some questions i'm gonna come back with the fireball questions for you
7: i, I got, got it jordan. thank you
2: okay granny you're first Then jordan you're next
6: no go ahead jordan
3: and I guess there's a few questions. You know, your extensive 17 years in the wrestling industry. Uh, what are some, some of the favorite territories that you covered and uh, learned the most along the way?
7: I did Chicago Knockers mud wrestling in Hawaii for mud two wrestling. weeks. Mud wrestling, yes. Chicago Knockers. I still think it's up if you go to chicagonockers.com. And then um, I always go up and down the coast. California, Vegas, uh, down in Florida, the Carolinas and live shows up in New Haven a lot because I'm more on the East Coast now. I was going to Philadelphia a lot and New York. Um, pretty much, I'm willing to go where they want me to go as long as, you know, these the expenses hopefully get covered because it gets pretty pricey. You know, oh, going yeah. to different states and getting rooms, and so we'll see. I'm not ready to hang up my belt yet. So like when but it comes out of to time.
3: when it comes to like you brought up that you were a mud wrestler. Do you do you guys mm-hmm. bring up some of the same aspects and storylines that professional wrestling covers, and do you guys make your your matches so, sort of have a story behind it, or like how does it usually go when you guys are working a match together in the back?
7: It's it's um, grappling, wrestling, pinning, and actually the match I did, they sometimes – you can talk to your opponent. You can talk to them, you know, get a feel for them. But that day my opponent didn't want to talk to me, and I thought, okay. So I got on the mud, and I competitively wrestled her. And I even have a paper with a picture of me like on the front page of the Hawaiian paper – me actually at that moment pinning her. So, you know, she was kind of rude to me, so I pinned her. Um, I, I'll try to share that picture with you and send it over to you or put it on your page because it's really a great picture, and it's yeah. with uh, Julie Scissors, well, I believe know, that's her name, pictures, or Julie Squeeze.
2: Uh, speaking of pictures, uh, the you know, the icon made you a cool collector's card. What did you think of that?
7: I loved it. Gorgeous. Awesome. Thank uh, you. I posted uh, it everywhere I could post it today.
2: Right, and I'm also proud to say that you're one of the few female wrestler guests that we've
3: had that does not have a restraining order on me.
7: This is true.
3: (laughs) (laughs) At least not yet. Not Not yet. yet? Well,
7: yeah,
2: well, uh, look, I've seen some of the stuff that she can do in the ring, and I don't want to press my luck. You know, she just mentioned this chokehold thing. Uh, you know, she doesn't need a restraining order. I would need a bodyguard against her. Trust me.
6: Are I mean, you saying you need Granny to be your bodyguard icon? <laughs> yeah, you you, you
2: you can bring your hurricane.
6: <laughs> my, my hurricane, my, my cane, okay, I'll bring my cane with me, you know, so...
2: So uh uh I was kind of curious how the name Uncle Billy came about because uh to me Bronco Billy was a movie that Clint Eastwood did back in the day was was that any inspiration or how did uh how did your name come about in the wrestling world?
7: Uh well that is um from Glow Glamorous Ladies of Wrestling. That's 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 their that's when I worked for them. And um of course. Now that I'm not working for them, I wanted to go, you know, she was a sweet girl and, you know, but um I just wanted to go blacker and harder and and deeper and rougher and tougher, so I changed my name to Onyx. The big black rock. That's
3: awesome. You wanted to become blacker, so you became Onyx. That is very very interesting. <laughs> and like how was Onyx basically? Like how did that transition go for you?
7: Well, you know, I've always been a fan growing up of course, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Um just great person, he's making great movies and you know, that was probably my inspiration and and The Rock is Onyx. You know, Onyx is a rock. So originally I picked Onyx because of The Rock. You know, I'm the little pebble that chipped off his back. <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> That that is awesome. Now,
7: um, I'm his little niece. <laughs> now, when you
2: uh with, with your uh schedule, can you tell us about uh your next upcoming events or or have you not set one yet?
7: Um, I was planning on going back to Vegas and Los Angeles in January and um I might be going to New Haven, Connecticut this month, October. Um, but as of now, I've was focusing more on, you know, I'm a union actress, so I've been sending out headshots and resumes to productions and, um, and I might go back in that field. You know, I did a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows. So I, I kind of missed that a little bit.
2: Well, you know, you mentioned you were in Spider-Man. What are, uh, some other movies that you've been in that, uh,
7: that we might know Aaron. I was on I was on the 70 show I did the replacements here in Baltimore, Maryland I did 24, The Shield Which is another TV show Minority Report um, I mean you can IMDB, Lisa Danielle All the other movies will pop up But I probably worked on over 100 TV shows and movies
2: Now the replacements, was that I, the Keanu Reeves movie?
7: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, were you one our of the first movie?
7: I was in the stands as a fan. Then I moved up to a photographer. Then I moved up to a cheerleader. Then I think, um, yeah, I just I was I, I was on it for three months, so I, I played a few a few things on that movie.
2: Yeah, because you know, uh, our fans aren't going to know I'm going to mention this because. Uh, to be honest with you i i if i if i think i know what cheerleading word because uh I have a special place in my heart for cheerleaders and mud wrestlers <laughs> and uh and uh gals that can actually beat up spider man but uh <laughs> uh real quick here we got about um uh, we got about fifteen minutes here with you left uh we're gonna uh i sent you a script for a promo we're gonna have you do that now and then we're gonna ask you some more questions.
7: Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay, you
2: want me to do it?
7: You ready? Yeah, I'll
2: count you down. Ready? Five, four,
7: three, two, one. Hey, this is Bronco Billy, a.k.a. Onyx, and you're here listening to Attitude Air Live with your host, the icon, The Big Swing and granny holster
2: awesome and uh you're actually the first one tonight that actually put my name first so the editing will be easier when i edit those two names out no i'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. so um being uh you know being doing movies and doing television uh the compare and con- tr- you know, because, you know, the TV shows are, you know, they're on once a week. And the movies, you know, you have uh, more time to film. Uh, when you're on a TV show, what, what is the schedule like? Uh, you know, let's say that, uh, I can't remember what day The Shield was on, but let's uh, just say that The Shield was on Friday nights at 9 o'clock. When would you get to the set? What would be your first day on the set? And then what would day would you wrap up?
7: tell you, we did Monday through Fridays, 12, 13, 14, sometimes 15 hours a day. It takes two weeks to film one episode, which is five days a week, which is could be 50, 60, 70 hours a week of work. So I did that for many, 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 many months. I was also on the TV show Fastlane and I did Transformers um, I was a precision driver a lot. I worked um, as a police officer a lot with the LAPD on most of the TV shows in California. That was my thing because I'm so tough and rough and bad. Of course I'm going to play a great cop.
2: So so basically 14 hours a day, and you know, there's 24 hours a day, so basically you only had 10 hours of sleep, or did you not even get that?
7: I didn't even get that. I got six hours sleep a night for like eight months. No, it was when brutal.
2: You, uh, when, you, when you're living a schedule like that, now uh, do you uh, make a lot of trips to Starbucks? Uh, you know, anything? Uh, any particular regiment that you follow when you're doing a schedule like that?
7: Uh, the less is more. I mean they feed you breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. So, I didn't have to go grocery shopping, I didn't have to stop and buy coffee. I didn't have to do anything as long as, you know, my clothes were washed, but when you get home and you only have 6 hours of sleep, you just go to sleep, then you wake up and you go back to work. But everything you need is pretty much on set.
2: So, when you're when you're on set like in the movie or TV, now, do you get do they give you an assistant too? Or uh, are you fending for yourself?
7: I had an ass- assistant on Spider-Man, but um, most shows, every show is different. And there's there's always someone that helps out. And they tell you everything, what to do. They put you through makeup, put you through wardrobe. And, you know, it's, it's a good place to be. And, you know, everybody out there listening, that all went back to, I was engaged to get married, and I was like, no, I think I want to, like, go to California and be in some action movies. And I did. I went by myself, and I broke an engagement, and I, I didn't know anyone in California, and I slept on a couch, like, half in the kitchen. And I sent <laughs> out the hundreds and hundreds of castings, and, you know, you definitely got to do your homework for those that, Aren't related to like Angelina Jolie, you know what I mean? If you're not, if you know, you're not right. related to someone out there. You, you really got to make it starting from the bottom.
2: Well, you know, maybe I could ask you this. Like, you know, on your next, uh, on your next project that you get into, whether it be television or uh, movies or whatever, we we'd like you to come back on with us so we can uh, pitch your project. And if they they ask you. You know, do you do you know anybody that would be perfect for this role or this role? Maybe you could say, yeah. You know, there's this guy out in North Dakota. He goes by the icon. He's kind of a pain in the <laughs> ass, but he'd be perfect for that role.
5: <laughs> okay,
2: I will. And I'll tell you what: if if you need an assistant that they don't give you, I mean, as long as you give me a couple hot dogs in a in a in a in a in a room in the <laughs> uh, you know like the pillow and a blanket in the bathroom. I'll come carry your bags. I'll I'll do everything. I'll I'll get you your tea. You know, I'll fluff your – anything you need, I'll come do it for you.
7: All right. I'll, you like to make deals with people, but, okay, I'll make that deal. <laughs> well,
2: I'll tell you, uh, our fans will know that our listeners This like, oh, God, Icon's I trying to get into Hollywood again. Yes, I am because, you know, I would be perfect <laughs> out there. You know, two years ago, Two years ago, I weighed 400 pounds. I'm down to mm-hmm. 194 pounds now. I have the dedication wow. to, to get things right. right. you know.
7: But you could still kick yes. my butt, though. I'm going to say yes.
2: Okay. Uh, see, I, I'm not going to deny that. Uh, <laughs> a, couple weeks ago, I, I, a couple weeks ago, I tried to take a fight with Catherine Ro- uh, or Cynthia Rothrock, <laughs> and that was not a good idea either. I, well, for those know. of you out there that
7: for – the, for the fans listening that may not, might not know Glow, Wow, which they should if they're wrestling fans or Bronco Billy or Onyx because I was one of the first people on the internet. I remember when I said to one of my uh, coworkers, "We you know, we have to do this video for the internet. And I'm like, don't worry. I mean, nobody's going to see it because nobody even had a computer then. <laughs> I mean, I remember saying that. Now look. Wow.
2: <laughs> now, if our fans wanted to, uh, you know, check you out, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a YouTube, what do you got out there?
7: I have it all up. I have I have all that you mentioned, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Lickin', uh YouTube, a website, smashbampal.com smash like a bug, bam like bam, bam, pal like a punch, dot smashbampal.com. That's just some of my uh, video journeys that I've been on in, in the past few years with many wrestlers in the business. And, um, you know, back to talking about me kicking your butt, I'll send you in some pictures of these guns I work on every day. <laughs>
2: Well, well, let me ask you this: uh, Would you, uh, you know, we got a big uh, December show coming up. Uh, would you be willing to send us some autographs for giveaways? If I were to send you an address for that, yes,
7: definitely. Okay, awesome. And definitely. Uh,
2: and uh, if we haven't scared you way too much, uh, would you be willing to come back on with us again?
7: Let me think about that. Yes. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, you, you had me nervous <laughs> there for a second. It's like, I promise I'll stop <laughs> talking to you two
6: in the morning. You know? Don't scare the poor lady off, Icon. You know? <laughs> Don't scare her away.
7: <laughs> nah, you can't well, scare me you, away. Like,
6: like you guys, she...
2: She's been in the she's been uh, with Macho Man Randy Savage. I, I think I'd be the last of her worries, really,
6: to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm sure you would, Icon. Well, I remember the days of GLOW Wrestling and WOW Women of mm-hmm. Wrestling. I mean, I, I, I'm old school. I'm a big, huge fan of wrestling. I've been for many years. My little gimmick name that I was given about 15 years ago by a co-worker because I love wrestling, you know, I never thought, it would ever stick with me as long as it has, but you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I love to watch wrestling. I mean, I've, I, I've watched independent wrestling. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've met a lot of different professional wrestlers, you know, back in the day, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer, you know, I mean, the list goes on, you know, but, yeah, I mean, I, I actually had Tommy Dreamer use my cane on Matt Riviera at a TCW show in Fort Smith, Arkansas, back in November 2013, and they used to televise their wrestling shows all the time, and they still show the old reruns down in Little Rock, Arkansas, but I've met a lot of big-time wrestling professional wrestlers over the years, Just by and I have a very good friend in Oklahoma that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer, called Wrestling for mm-hmm. a Cause, and we're getting ready to do our seventh year anniversary show the 13th of this month, so I, you know, I, it, I, it's made... I am
7: familiar with that on Facebook, I saw that on Facebook Mm-hmm, mm-hmm Yeah, well, I, am, for I, a cause. I am
6: Granny, I, yeah, I am Granny Hulkster I holler at all the bad guys, especially the group of the guys <laughs> called the villains at WFC right now I do not like the bad guys I holler at them. I boo them. You know, I had one wrestler ask me one time. They said, "Granny, don't you have a curfew back at the nursing home?" And I grabbed my keys out of my <laughs> purse. I said, "Baby, I don't have. I don't need no curfew, and I don't have no curfew because I got keys to the building." <laughs> I like it. I so, like it. I love it. I, and I love being able to help that organization. You know, with those kids, I love being able to help with that. You know, that's a big. I mean, because I love kids, anyways. But that's a big passion to me is be able to help them and help the kids and their families and everything like that. So,
7: and and I'm involved with one here. It's called Win, W I N, and we also raise money for children in need. For example, you know, to me, it if, if your son or daughter needs a wheelchair or you know something that they need, but they can't afford it. We wrestle and take that money and try to like go purchase them, maybe a wheelchair or whatever they may need. So that's Im- that's important too for us because. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it it. I think one time we just we just delivered a bed this year to 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 a boy. So that's W I N. That's on Facebook. I was supposed to actually have a live show. Which I still might do. It's November 5th in, I believe, Manassas, Virginia. So, November 5th, I may be performing live in a show for a win. Okay. And That's then,
2: awesome. uh, yeah, we, uh, we'd definitely like to help you promote that as well.
7: That would be great. It really would be. And like I said, I'm all over the, the, the internet and the website, Onyx the Wrestler. You know, millions and thousands of things will pop up just because, like I said, I was the first one on the internet.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, we all know that uh, Al Gore invented the internet, so uh, that, you know. <laughs> all right, it's been well, great. A, it's been a great life. We, yeah, we got we got a few more minutes here with you uh, before they kick us off the air, because uh, you know this is a. Uh, this is a, a a sports station too, and uh, they want to talk about uh monday night football so
7: okay, I totally understand. I was watching Monday night football earlier, so um thank you for your time with talking about the wrestling world and interfering and interrupting a little monday night football so
2: all right and uh real quick like um uh, if uh if uh our uh uh, your next event uh, that you got coming out, uh, I, I think you, know, you already mentioned it, but uh, refresh us one more time when your next uh, event is.
7: My next event will most likely be in Manassas, Virginia, on November fifth. We have a live show, and yes, I will constantly post that on, you know, Facebook or any of the other sites as well, um, like we always do. We always promote each other and. That's what independence wrestling promoting and sharing and caring and then, you know, getting in there like, you know, um, for the wrestling fans. It's it's a contact sport and it definitely can be rough, especially the school and the training and even the money to pay to go to the school. I know sometimes can be pricey, but um, it's just it's not only a contact sport, but, you know, there's there's a relationship. There's there's a like you said, there's there's a story or or. You know it's a little more than just watching football, so give us give us a chance too <laughs> right we
2: and we we definitely will do that and uh uh we appreciate uh you taking time on your schedule to join us tonight and uh you are you're super cool and super awesome and I'll contact you and we'll definitely have you on again and uh we'll have you promote anything else you want to promote when the next time you're on.
7: Got it. Thank you so much. All right. Enjoy Thank Monday you. night football and I'll talk to you soon.
2: Thank Thanks you very so much. much. Yep.
7: Thank you. Bye bye.
2: All right. Wow. What what a show this has. We only got a few minutes here before, So I uh,
1: tried to, what a night. I, I tried to get it. What up. A night. Well, I tried to get it up for you, Granny. I tried to get up the uh Chiefs radio broadcast uh for, for the touchdown call because they probably have I would say Mitch Holtis is probably the most animated football color commentator in the league. Uh, I tried to end off with one of his touchdown calls, but maybe I'll start with it next week. Who knows? We'll see. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it here. We got Monday night football coverage, so stay tuned for that on the sister station. Today has been a huge day, three guests, and guess what? We We got got this far. well. Well, beautiful, but guess what? Guess what, Icon? We got this yeah. far. We got this far, and no toilet flush. How beautiful Man is that? Goodness.
2: <laughs> yeah, real
1: quick, Thank goodness. goodness.
2: goodness. Real but toilet flush week, is making it on ESPN.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: real quick. Next week, our guests are Mike Braden, uh, Sophia Kess, and uh, Brian Thompson. Will be our three guests next week.
1: Come check Brian out. Thompson. Sounds oh, like I know Brian
6: Thompson. Brian
1: yep, Thompson, and do, he also well. big
6: swing. He goes by and the icon as well, but his is I K O N. Right, and, uh,
2: uh. and Sophia Castile Sophia uh, will be on with us as well. So,
6: yeah, it's going to be now, icon. Show icon is that yeah. is that going to be a Thursday show or is that going to be a Monday show?
2: Uh, we're on Mondays
6: now Until December 11th
2: Okay, because I thought you said
6: Brian Thompson was going to be on October 25th No We
2: we were able to change it I think Okay Well Okay
1: Okay, well, you know what We will figure that out next week, Jordan Hopefully this week I'll be able to make it on the show If we are jumping on but i had a very hectic weekend this weekend kansas city chiefs came back to win in case you didn't see it yankees baseball wednesday in the wild card game so make sure you check that out as well also programming tomorrow 1 p.m early on we're going to get the wild card games recap of brewers and cubs here today uh, as well as uh, dodgers and Rockies. so stay tuned for the replay audio of those and all of baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. It's the only month of the year we get all four, as well as wrestling. But that's every month. We will see you guys next Monday night. Jordan, you're always welcome Monday. to join us if you would like. And hopefully, that's, that's what I said, next Monday night. And hopefully, I will be more available with my new schedule uh, to be able to talk to some of these guests as well. So we will see what happens. But again, we will see you next Monday. This is Attitude Hour Live.
2: And walk You've done it now